Welcome to the She's Electric podcast. We're in the business of helping you to be your best self. Click subscribe so we can help you have more money, more success, more love, more laughter, and more time for you. I'm Pia. And I'm Kaya. Now let's get on with this episode. Welcome back to another episode of the She's Electric podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different from the other episodes in that it's going to be a solo episode. The update that I am so excited to share with you all is that Pia has had her baby and mum and baby are doing so well. She's taking a little break from the podcast, but she's going to be back to fill us all in on her amazing birth story and her journey into this next stage of motherhood. I can't wait to record that episode with her because it's been so wonderful to talk to her since she gave birth and hear about how when you set intentions for how you want things to pan out and then they do begin to happen in the way that you visualize them to happen, it can reinforce to you how important it is to be intentional and how important it is to have a vision about how we think we want things to be and to believe that that vision is available for us. So on today's episode, what I can't wait to get stuck into talking about with you all is two sides of the same coin, judgment and empathy. We are at a time of year that can be quite challenging, but also quite triggering for many people. It's a time in which we are told by a lot of the environment around us that we should be having this particular kind of experience. There's images everywhere of happy families. There's this societal narrative around having this happy, happy Christmas and everybody being merry and it being this wonderful time of year. In reality, it can be quite a different story for many of us. It also finds us in situations where maybe there's a lot of alcohol indulging in a way that we wouldn't normally. There's a lot more social events on the calendar and that impacts our ability to do the things that we normally do, which support us living our best lives. But it also means that we are spending energy out elsewhere. We are pouring into doing things that we might feel obligated to do, spending time with people that we might feel obligated to spend time with, and also being around family, uh, which can be quite triggering. So I thought it would be a great time of year to talk about some of the things that have been coming up for me personally, and a reframe, which I have been finding incredibly useful during this time. The first thing that I wanted to talk about ties into that idea of intention. Given the context of where I find myself this year, which is that just over three months ago, I lost my son. And this unexpected, tragic event means that a lot of people have this pre preconditioned concept of how I must be feeling and what this festive season must be like. And what that looks like is with the best intentions in the world, people saying things to me like, this is obviously going to be a really hard Christmas for you. And, oh, I'm sure this is a Christmas that you just want to get through. So one of the things that I've been thinking about is, well, what if the opposite was true? 
what would need to happen for this to be the best Christmas of my life? What's interesting about this question is that we'll explore some of the answers that come up for me. But as I ask myself this question, one of the things that begins to rise is judgment. And it's this judgment of self of how could I possibly be thinking about having the best Christmas of my life when I've lost my son? In order for me to answer this question, I have to acknowledge that that judgment is there and just put it to the side because it it's not serving me. There's this kind of intellectual understanding that I have that if I listen to that judgment, what am I supposed to do? Just just sit at home and be depressed? Or can I come back to the question, can I think what would need to happen for this to be the best Christmas of my life? I've spent a lot of time recently thinking about that question and it's led me to some beautiful insights which I would love to share with you guys. I think that there's value in all of us thinking about this question. So what would need to happen for you to have the best Christmas ever? As I start thinking about it, the word that keeps coming up for me is connection. I would need to have experiences that made me feel deeply connected with the people around me. And that's my mum, my dad, my sister, my husband, my brother-in-law, and also to have fun. So the two words that come up the most for me are connection and fun. Now, I am somebody who has ruined many Christmases for myself. And the way that I've done that is by becoming really obsessed with perfection. I remember multiple occasions where I would be having my family round and doing champagne and canapes and going all out on having all of this lovely food, lovely seafood, but getting into this mindset of obsessing over everything needing to be perfect. And in doing so, I lost sight of what actually mattered, which was that I was having a good time and that I was enjoying the experience that I was trying to create. I was focused on doing everything perfect and I lost sight of who I was being in the process of all of that doing. Who I was being was kind of very tense, very disconnected, very judgmental to myself, very controlling over what was happening, being quite tense and stressful in the way that I was communicating with my husband in the lead up to everybody arriving and then also being quite stressed while everybody was there being really focused on stupid things like a piece of raw tuna not being seasoned properly it, it sounds ridiculous to say it out loud but I think this is something that is probably quite familiar for a lot of people this focus on the wrong thing and this focus on everything being perfect And at the root of it, it's kind of performance. It's this need to make everything perfect because then that makes us worthy or that makes us good enough. This Christmas, when I think about what the opposite of that is, what the opposite looks like for me is having fun. It's letting go of things that don't really matter. And it makes me think about the menu in a very different way. If you are a regular listener of the pod, you know, both Pia and I love food and I really love to cook and I love to host people and I love to create an experience that feels 
what would be the right word like luxurious and that feel people feel cared for I'm really considering what everybody's favorite things are especially at a time like Christmas I don't want to lose sight of that sense of care but I don't want to make it so complicated when I'm thinking about putting together the Christmas for my family and what that might look like instead of it being this production of the spectacle of everything being over the top and perfect what I want it to be is simple fun and easy and that that's quite a different take on it for me I keep coming back to but is this going to be easy is this going to be simple and is it going to be fun has made me realize that many of the things that I did in the past they weren't going to be easy they weren't going to be simple and therefore they ended up not being fun that's one of the first things that kind of comes to mind for me. Another thing that comes up when I think about what would need to happen for the for this to be the best Christmas ever is that rather than Christmas just becoming a bit of a blur, being with your family and there being lots of food, lots of overindulgence over a period of days, comes back to that word intention again. What kinds of things are really memorable and feel really special and feel really fun coming back again to those to those pillars that were helpful for me from a food perspective it's like is this simple is this easy and is it fun and some of the things that come to mind for me are things like going for like lovely walks with my whole family but really making sure that like over the course of let's say the three or four days of the Christmas period I'm sitting down in advance with my family and we're all thinking about what would feel like so yummy so that we're not making decisions at the time. We've got a bit of a plan. And what that plan looks like is knowing some like really lovely places that are not ordinary, that will be really nice for us to go for a walk. And they're not far away necessarily. They're just not the normal place that we would go. I live in South London. So there's some beautiful kind of places near the river where we live and um, we've got Richmond Park on our doorstep it's not that often that we get to go to these places all together as a family there's at least a couple of walks that I think would be so nourishing they would be simple they would be easy and they would be fun for us to do during that time and then another thing is watching movies together or watching something fun on television and again this sounds quite obvious and it sounds like the kind of thing that we all do at Christmas but One of the things that can happen in our household is that not everybody necessarily wants to watch the same thing. So there can be a bit of a discussion about what we're going to watch. And then some people aren't watching it. Some people are just on their phones or they're in the other room drinking or they're doing something different. So making a decision beforehand about what might be a couple of movies that we're going to watch as a family over Christmas is um, a conversation that I'm going to be having with my family. And then also, what game are we going to play and when are we going to play them? So again, nothing is anything revolutionary. Nothing is anything particularly new, but there is intention behind it. It's made me start to feel really excited about the Christmas period, about all of these things that are going to be, it's like planned relaxation and planned opportunity for connection. And I think what really came home for me as you know, what would need to happen for this to really like, feel amazing? What 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 came into my mind was like a phone-free zone. 
getting commitment from everybody that we're all going to leave our phone in a basket and just put them away from a particular time into a particular time makes me feel really excited. That feels like utter luxury to me. And that feels like creating the conditions for maximum connection. It's very easy when you're all together with your family for people to just siphon off to the side and just start doing something on their own on their phone, whether it's scrolling sports um, on BBC, that's what I see my husband doing quite a lot, or it's getting in conversations with your friends, or it's scrolling on Instagram, whatever it is, it's like all of those things, they're taking you away from the actual situation that you're in. It's very easy for us to get caught up in those things. And without putting intention into what is it that we actually want to create, that's going to be the default. Getting really honest about the world that we live in right now, which is that most adults have their phone in their pocket all the time. And if if we're not disrupting that, then that's what's going to that's what's going to unfold at Christmas. And if you if you multiply that by all of the adults who are present, so if you've got six, eight, 10, 12 adults present in your family during over the Christmas period, and everyone's only taking half an hour out, you can see that adds up to quite a lot of time, actually, that not everybody is present to the situation. Those are just some of the things that I am going to be thinking about over the next week or so. And not in isolation. I've shared this concept so that we can all make a suggestion for something that feels really fun that we would love. For example, my husband, like he loves going to the pub. And for him over that Christmas period to include on one of the walks going in a really nice pub and just having one drink, that's something that feels quite fun for him. Everybody's going to have something that they like might love doing. I love going out for brunch. I love going out for coffee. So that's going to be one of the things that I'm going to be adding to it. And it's not just going to be fixed around those days of Christmas. I had started thinking about this just before the beginning of December and we're one week in now to December and I would love to invite you to do the same to just start to think what could I do to make this month contribute to to having the best Christmas ever because actually the small things are the big things this isn't going to be about you organizing an amazing Christmas party this is going to be about you going out for a coffee a couple of times before Christmas with one of your parents or with your partner or just doing some little special things that create connection, going to see some carols, whatever it is, moving with intention and creating the plan so that December doesn't just pass in a blur. And it's not just another Christmas that you're racing to get through. And it's not just this endless list of things that you have to do for other people. Um, But instead, you're curating an experience for yourself. For your loved ones too, but also for yourself. Sometimes we forget that we're a part of this experience too, especially when you're a parent. So much of your energy can be going to creating experiences for your children and thinking about the rest of your family, thinking about the grandparents, thinking about how you can please everybody else. It's really when we start to ask ourselves, what would make this the best Christmas ever for me? That we might get some really powerful insights about what could make a difference and I'm going to bet that some of the things that might make a difference for you are going to be very small little details but they're going to add some richness to the season they're going to add connection to the season 
I hope that they are going to contribute to you having the best Christmas ever. And on that note, I'm going to send you all loads of love. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and see you again. Thank you for giving us your time. Did you know that you could change someone's day to day just by sharing this episode? Our mission is to help women. We all want more money, more success, more love, more laughter and more time for ourselves. Women Helping Women is how we're going to get there.